your friends were the night that we first episode 077 2019 Legends of Tron Fantasy Football Podcast. Your host, Narf Money, live at you from the 02114. I am joined by Yonatan. We are going through the draft for week zero power rankings. What to look out for the Eagles this year? Ezekiel We are about to start week one of the 2019 season. This is Narf. I'm with Yoni. We're going to talk about it all. What's up, Yoni? What's going on, Narf? You know, just uh, basking in the glow of Ezekiel Elliott signing a six-year contract and showing up at Cowboys practice today. Oh, God. Brutal against the Giants week one. I, I don't, I'm trying to figure out if he's going to play or not. Oh, he's, he's 100% going to play. I mean, they, they said like 20, 25 snaps, but I, I think he'll play more than that. Probably he will against the Giants. The thing is, I don't, like, obviously I don't like having Ezekiel Elliott on my team as an Eagles fan. I really try to avoid Cowboys. And I've been spending all offseason, like, praying he'll resign, which is actually terrible for the Eagles. And just terrible for humanity, because he's a bad person. You spend all offseason praying that he resigns? Not all offseason. Since I drafted him in this league. So the last two weeks, I've been checking, like, every five minutes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not all offseason. Well, since I had the number four pick, actually, I kind of knew where I was going to end up. So a little bit before I drafted him. Did you, the whole time, like regardless of his contract situation, were you sure that you were going to take him? Or like, did you consider uh, Mahomes or uh, DeAndre or someone else at number four? I was 90% sure I was going to take him. I was praying Mahomes might go in the top three. I knew he wouldn't, but like there's an outside chance Mahomes goes in top three and one of... He wasn't going to go one if he was going to take Saquon, but I was hoping one of Kamara or Barkley would fall. But I, I wasn't going to take DeAndre. I actually, I don't think DeAndre is that, that special to the other wideouts. I was, if I was going to go somewhere else, it would have been another running back. For a while, maybe James Conner. I don't know. There, there was no one else I really liked that much. You would have picked Conner over Christian McCaffrey? No, no, no. I'm saying at, if McCaffrey's gone, if at four. I see. If McCaffrey, Kamara, Saquon go one, two, three, like they should. I wasn't going to take DeAndre. I wasn't going to take Mahomes. It was it was like a different running back or or. or uh, but if was, but if Mahomes had been taken, would you have taken McCaffrey or Elliott or someone? Or oh no, then I definitely would have taken one of the the three running backs ahead of Zeke if if they were on the board. If McCaffrey or Kamara were there, uh, I'm not I'm not so sold on McCaffrey this year. I don't know. It's interesting. I'm, I'm actually I like him. I'm not so sold on Kamara this year. Um, but I don't think you're gonna, like I don't think I, any of them are gonna are gonna bust. They just might not be the top two or three players this year. So you don't, you don't like DeAndre at at, uh, at number six there, my first pick. I think he's fine. I I don't. I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I just like I, I'm not sure DeAndre at six is better than like Julio at ten, or, or, or so even Beckham. Like I, I think Beckham could have a huge season. I think Juju could have a huge season. I think like, the top five or six wideouts were all pretty interchangeable for me on my board. 
Like I, I didn't have DeAndre as a clear, clear one. For me, he was he was clear. For, I mean, for whatever that's worth, which is not much, he was clear number one. I, I, I was I was freaking out. I, I didn't want I didn't want to be stuck with Mahomes at six. I really wanted DeAndre there. Well, you didn't. You wouldn't have had to take in Mahomes even if DeAndre was gone. I feel like I would have had to. I wasn't excited. I wasn't as excited about like Juju or Connor or Julio or any of those other like late round one guys. Yeah, I mean DeAndre the last couple of years, his stats, his stats are definitely the best. There's no argument against him. I, I just, I don't know. He's going to be incredible. They, like, drafted a couple of offensive linemen, and now even better that they have, uh, what's-his-face, um, Bong hit there. Who? Oh, Tunsil. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that actually, that is good for them. I, just, I never think Deshaun Watson is that good. So, for some reason in my mind, that downgrades DeAndre, even though he still puts up great numbers no matter who the quarterback is. Yeah, I have, I have like a, um, I saw Deshaun live. I went to a, a, um, a Patriots-Texans uh, game, I think two years ago in September. And it was like Deshaun's like coming out party. And he was he was amazing. And of course, the Patriots ended up like uh, pulling one out of their asses, like some classic Brady, like amazing, uh, amazing comeback. Um, but Deshaun was amazing in that game. And like the Texans had no business like being in the game. Um, but and, and since then, I've just had this kind of like um, unreal. I mean, he's good. He's really good. But I just I, I think hi, more highly of him than I think a lot of people do. So I haven't watched him play a ton. I mean, he was terrible in the playoffs against the Colts last year, and the Colts didn't have an amazing defense by any means. Yeah, but I mean, I, I my understanding is that the Texans' offensive line was like historically awful last year. Yeah, wasn't he like? Couldn't he not fly because of concussion syndromes? He had to take buses everywhere. Yeah, he was like sacked sixty or like something like sixty times or some some crazy number of times he was sacked. But they they like made a concerted effort to address that that yeah, issue. It was bad. Um, all right, well, you kind of got ahead of us on the draft there. Do you want do you want to keep keep talking about some fantasy football or or pivot to my normal order of operations, which is your life updates? Uh, I'll defer to you. Let's let's let, let's let, let's go the usual course of order of operations, which I know you love. Order of oper- orders of operation. Um, I don't care about it that much. Um, okay, so we'll get we'll get back to this because the first round is important. But first off, when okay. are we? All right, when are you come to Boston, so we can go to the casino. That's really top priority. Yeah, we had that kind of. Um, there was there was some momentum for that with some dates thrown out, but yeah, uh, and then I, you I, just like, stalled yeah. and never said anything. Well, we we were trying to like. Coordinate it with some kind of Celtic Sixers. Yeah, thing but that, we just got to give up on that. Yeah, I, I agree. That that could be a separate a separate thing. Um, I feel like weekends in the fall are pretty precious for a for a family like uh, I have. You know, we're outside a lot, and there's still outdoor things to do. Um, oh, so you're bailing? You're bailing on a casino to spend time with your outdoor family? <laughs> No, don't, 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 don't question my loyalty to the casino. I'm, um, I, I'm wondering if we should defer maybe to a, a lesser good time of year weather-wise, like early November or mid-November. Oh, that's not even that far. I thought you were going to say like January when it's just no, depressing. No, 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 no. Because, because we still need like, enough daylight. We, we, we need enough daylight and warmth to play some disc golf. Yeah, exactly. Uh, no, no, November's pushing it, though. That can be kind of cold for frisbee golf okay so maybe, maybe like a, maybe late october or something but i'm i'm, I'm still definitely in I'm still, all, right. I'm still... all right we'll work on the dates there um i have been playing a little bit of disc golf recently like with actual disc golfs it's actually it feels like cheating to me like i'm like having an affair on ultimate disc or something but it's so much fun really i hate it they go so far i can't control, you can't control them, them. 
I have no idea like what it's like where it's going to turn, what it's going to do, and it kind of it's kind of bothersome. Yeah, you have to just like really overcorrect, um, like and just throw them like completely like forty five degree angle right if you want it to go straight. But they go so far. Also, I, I like in multiple rounds I have beaten Frogger at disc golf with playing with these discs, and I can never do that with Ultra Stars. So I feel like that actually is a nice advantage. What's an Ultra Star? Oh, is that the uh, the MLS or MLU? No, not Ultra Star. Is that the name of the of a fucking Ultimate Disc? Discraft. Discraft Ultra Star. Yeah, Ultra Star is like the name, the type, the model of disc. I think. Oh, I <laughs> That's kind of embarrassing that you know that and I don't. But okay. So where do you, where do you go disc golfing in Maine? There's like three or four courses nearby. One of them I, I recently discovered, which is maybe like 15 minutes from my house, and it's pretty awesome. There's two 18 hole courses. One is. Um, um, more difficult than the other, but it's like all through the woods. There's a couple of like open holes, but most of them are like through the woods and like really cool holes, like up and down like hills and um, you know ridges and some that you can't even see the hole. Um, so I go with my kid and, and we have a good time. Can, can, uh, can you beat him or is he better than you? He is not better than me yet. Okay. Do he's, you still buy- he's, he's still eleven. Do you have like the shoulder bag of like the twenty discs that you pull out and like use for the different shots? No. So the great thing about this course is that they let you, with with the grounds fee, they give you a couple of like rental discs for free, basically. Oh, you have to pay? To play disc golf? Yeah. Oh, I've never gone to a place that's not free. Yeah, this, this place has like a clubhouse with like a like a TV that's showing like highlights of, of disc, disc golf. Disc golf highlights? Yeah. Actually? It, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, okay. I, I, I was initially so so when when we were talking about this casino weekend in Boston with disc golf and like all this other stuff, I, I, I thought about all of this stuff exists close to where I live. Like there's a casino up up here and disc golf courses. Well, that's even more reason to do a live draft. We can have a casino involved. You've never once said that. Have I? Have I really never? No. It's it's not anything like to write home about, but it has table games. Um, and it's a casino. Like it, like it would, it would be fun to go with friends. Yeah, it is fun to go with friends. And you can order hot tea. <laughs> you could definitely get tea there. Yeah. Good. That's like the sign of a great casino. <laughs> um, but speaking of disc golf, you know, you remember uh, Gabe Reef, correct? He was my he 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 was Toronto for v- like vaguely. I think I met him in an alumni game or two. Gabe's a weirdo. Nice guy, strange, strange guy. Um, he has a daughter who is now eight years old, who is the national champion for girls, eight and under disc golf. So first of all, that exists. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Is I there like you- every age? Is there seven and under, six and under? I don't know. I he texted a couple of us. Um, Zach, myself, Ari Khan, if you recall him, with a photo of this trophy, and it's a picture of a disc golf, you know, hole, um, or, uh, you know, uh, what do you call it, basket. Yeah. And that was her trophy for winning eight under. I, I didn't, and, and to be honest, I didn't, I didn't uh, weigh in on the, uh, on the text chain because I was... Not caring? I, I just didn't care, yeah. And this is like a national thing? Like, there's a governing body, or this is just like some local city makes this up. Dude, there's there is definitely a governing body because these highlights that I'm watching at this disc golf shack at the course that I go to, 
like it, it it's legit there's like video cameras and they like you know it's similar to golf where like you watch the the person or the, the guy or girl tee off there's like a split second of like watching the disc leave the person's hand and then it like cuts to another camera that's like just fixed on the disc flying in the air and then another camera that shows it like landing and there's spectators and it, yeah it's yeah Maybe you could share some of these videos on on the group meets. I'm sure everyone would love to watch disc golf highlights. I will I will live stream the video, the the taped uh, videos and and um, maybe I'll Marco Polo it next time I'm there. All right. So so honest take: Who wins in head to head? You or Gabriel's daughter? Um, With the disc golf discs. It would be me, but I don't think for very long. My guess my guess would be that. When she's age ten, she would probably beat me. So you because think a ten-year-old girl can throw better than you? She probably can't. Just she probably just can't throw it that far at this point. But I bet she's like super accurate and can like up putt me. Yeah, putting those things is weird. You just throw like helicopter you're backhands. You're supposed to stay. What, wait, what, what did you say? You threw. You have to throw just like helicopter backhands to putt, like really high release. But it's not only high release, but. <laughs> Watching watching these videos when I'm you know paying for my grounds fees, they stand kind of like really like wide footed with a backhand grip, but like at their midline, like at their chest, and kind of release it standing like perpendicular to the basket. Like you don't you don't turn your body at all. It's all just kind of like yeah, it's a high release, but it's like straight in front of you. You're just like square to the basket, and you just like high high release it. But it's not really like high release. It's kind of like it's, you, you let it go at your head height, but you also like drive it forward. Yeah, I don't. Because, I don't really know how to do it. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll I'll live stream a Marco Polo of it. So as much as I am somewhat interested <laughs> in this, I can feel the listeners unsubscribing from the podcast as we dive deeper and deeper into. No, they love it. But but to, to, to answer girl, the, girl disc golf. To, to answer the original question, no, I don't have a shoulder bag with twenty discs, but I am curious about getting like a pack of like three or four discs. Um, so that I don't have to like embarrassingly ask for rental discs for free while I'm disc golfing with my kid. Yeah, Fragger yeah. got like a pack that that we all just take one of each and use. Um, it seems like it seems like not crazy expensive. Like oh like no, I'm sure it's forty not at bucks all. will get you like all the discs that you need. Yeah, something like that. Um, any other life news up in Maine besides the the disc golfing? Uh, I, I don't know how in depth you want to get into life news anything you want to share with the league and then we'll just move on very quickly all right um i have a new job i thought uh, you were gonna say new kid for a second what's that i, I thought you were gonna say new kid but i guess oh, not no. no 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 i i actually had an appointment with urology in the recent past and i'm gonna be i'm gonna i'm one of my fall week one of my late fall early winter weekends is gonna be uh reserved on the couch for the bag of peas on my privates uh yeah is that when we're going to casino or no? It will not be the casino weekend. It'll be after that. Okay. Fine, fine, fine. Um, okay. You so, so you're a new job. So you're, you're out of the pharmacy game? Wait, you, you understand what I'm referring to, right? Like no more children? Yes, I understand what you're referring to. Oh, just, just, checking, just checking. Just checking. Um, no, I'm not out of pharmacy. In fact, I'm in the very same profession, oncology pharmacy, except I now work for... Um, uh, a local private oncology group doing outpatient oncology pharmacy work rather than inpatient oncology pharmacy work. So like the lifestyle is way better. I don't work 
holidays, nights, weekends, like bullshit shifts. It's um, it's weekdays. It's kind of like choose my own job description, choose my own hours. I work Monday through Thursday, so I have three day weekends every single week, um, which is pretty fantastic. Yeah, it does sound nice. Um, so why do we have to wait till nine thirty to podcast tonight? <laughs> I go to bed early. I have to. I wake up like five a.m. when my baby wakes up. For the past three years, oh, approaching three years, my wife and I have been doing. Um, we've been dancing like ballroom dance, like um, good god, um, like well, like true ballroom dances, like waltz, foxtrot, tango, uh, swing. That being East Coast and West Coast. Um, mixed with um, like Latin dances, such as bachata, kazumba, salsa, uh, cha-cha. Um, You're naming rum- a lot of different dances right now. It's kind of overwhelming, um, but so- it's a lot of fun, actually, and I would highly recommend it to anybody. In fact, I wouldn't be surprised if listeners of the pod, if, 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 if I wouldn't be surprised if at least one listener of the pod has done ballroom dancing lessons with his or her significant other. I would be surprised if that was the case. Like, who are you betting on when you say that? Um, let me look at the list here. Um, you know the people. Like, Ant- you think Anton's going ballroom dancing? I don't think Anton is has so, gone. You, you do this every Wednesday? Like, Wednesday is just date night, dance night? In fact, for three hours every Wednesday, and then some Saturdays. Um, but, yeah, it's a ton of fun. It's, it's legit a lot of fun. Like, um... You know, I, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll stop expounding upon... Yeah, upon Yoni, that. I'm relatively close to uninviting you to the casino. Why? Like, are, are you offended by, by like, my, my passion for the arts and, 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 like, body movement and dance and music? Can you share a video? I, I'll tell you what, uh, maybe. I'm doing... Um, Elena and I are doing a... Um, a recital? Uh, not a recital, but we're 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 demoing a, a salsa routine in a couple of weeks, and uh, there there will be a video of it. And if I like the outcome, I'll, I'll, I might share it with the group. So, what's like your go-to genre? Latin is that your specialty? Latin is way more fun to dance, just because the music is more fun. Like ball, ballroom dance is more, um, it, uh, well, obviously it's like more formal, um, with the exception of swing. Swing is like a little bit less formal, but like like waltz and tango and foxtrot, they're very formal, and like it's all about like posture. Whereas like the the Latin dances, it's you can like move your body a little bit more and um, not like improvise, but like just yeah, use use like your arms and kind of um, your hips a little bit more expressively. Um, it, it's just more fun to dance, yeah. Okay, so so who is so let's get back to who and then we're then we're moving off dance and just golf permanently. But who is your bet for who else has done ballroom dancing in this league? I would not be surprised if. Um, choir boy took ballroom dancing class, course, lesson, whatever with his significant other. Um, I, I could see Priest. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe, maybe Priest and maybe Moose, but I'm pretty sure Moose hasn't just because I don't really know why. No, not, it, not, not Moose. I could see Priest and I could see actually Vigo, but like not in, but not by his choice. No, I, I can picture Vigo having taken like um, like a wedding like um, um, like prep thing for like a like a stupid like wedding. Waltz. Yeah, like instead of drafting or Cor- being a, a member of the league. Yeah. Um, do, do you know where I, Moose works, by the way? 
No, where does Moose work? Moose works at Brandeis University. Oh, actually, sorry. I, I did know that. I did, uh, he told us that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, he started like this week or something, I think. I, I feel like that would be super depressing. Oh, God, yeah. But I think for Moose, like, he enjoys it. So I'm not really sure why. Uh, is, is he liking it so far? You see Moose a lot. Uh, I haven't seen him in a while. Um, nor have I seen him like this week since he started his job. But Moose, we should hang out soon and you can tell me about the Brandeis Juice and what it's like to be there again. Will, will Moose be coming to the casino with us? Oh, yeah. Moose is a hard in. Does he know how to gamble? He might even go like, ballroom dancing with you if you invite him. Well, I, I mean, if, if I'm not in Boston, I might look up a studio and see if they have any kind of like uh, open social hours. We'll see. Perfect. Let's do that. Ooh, does, um, does Moose um, know how to gamble? Yeah, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Um, I'm not so sure. I'm I can picture sitting, like him at a blackjack table. I'm not sitting at a blackjack table with some joker. Unless he listens to what I say in terms of hitting or staying. You got to give people leeway. Like, you can't just control the whole table. But I don't want that person who, like, takes hits on 18 or, like, stays on, like, or, or like, hits on, like, uh, if they're showing a 13 against a 6. Like, I, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to be involved in that. I don't know what Moose's game is gambling. We can, we can vet everyone ahead of time for blackjack strategy Moose, if you want to. Moose, if you're listening, which you better be, practice blackjack on the internet before we go to the casino. All right. All right, Yoni, real quick, how the Giants can do this season? Oh, man, this is tough. Um, like, I've thought about this a lot. Not that much, but more than I care to admit. I would not be surprised if they won anywhere between three and nine games. Nine's extreme. It, to win nine no games idea. with Eli or without Eli? Well, let me ask you, how many games do you think Dan Jones is going to start? I really haven't followed almost anything about the Giants. Have you seen the Dan Jones preseason highlights? Are, are, are they good or are they laughable? Wait, have you, you also, really isn't have it heard? Daniel Jones? People call him Dan. I don't know, Daniel Jones. Fine. Okay. Have you have, have you really paid zero attention? I've paid zero attention to the Giants quarterback battle because it was not on my fantasy radar. He he's had like a like, he had like an amazing preseason. I, okay, and like uh, I understand preseason doesn't mean much, but like um, I watched all of the series that he played. He ended up the preseason something like like 29 of 34. Like he only had five incomplete passes with a crazy number of yards. Um, he looked really good. Like he throws it, it was like it was like startling to see a Giants quarterback drop back and throw like a frozen rope like line drive slant instead of some kind of like wobbly you know pos that like barely makes it where it needs to go. Um, he, he looked amazing and totally understand that it's preseason and it's against like second and third stringers, but. I wouldn't be surprised if he started, I don't know, six games wouldn't surprise me. Isn't he like career under 500 in college? Yeah, I think he was like 17 and 19 at Duke. Does that not but concern you? It's super concerning. And, and like, you know, when, when they drafted him, I was like, what the hell? Like, I, I, but I, I, didn't, I, I didn't know him from, from, from anything. But like watching him this preseason... I mean, he seems to have like some degree of poise, and like he can like throw a nice football. He threw like I, like he threw like nice deep balls, and like his like his his you know short throws, like his slants were really nice. Um, 
he looked he looked like legit and like i i mean i i just picture at some point this year when they're you know like three and seven and they're getting like slaughtered by whoever he's gonna come in and just like that's gonna be it for eli yeah i would expect him to start half the season give or take if not more right I heard a rumor for a while that when Luck retired, that the that the Colts were maybe gonna make a run at Eli, but that's yeah, not. Yeah, I, I saw that too. But why would why would they do that? I mean, unless they thought that they had nothing in Jacoby Brissett, but it seems like they think that they do. Well, they also just traded for Brian Hoyer, uh, so so who knows? But like, are, are you? Do you want Eli to just like gracefully retire after the season? Do you want him to like hang on as a Giants backup? Like, would you like no. to see him starting for their team? No, I want him to like abruptly end his career. Like it, it's over. Like mid it's, mid season, abruptly end his career. No, no, no. I I mean I I think he'll take he'll he'll take he'll take a backup role like halfway through the year, and then like that'll be it. He'll retire. Or no, 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 no. He'll he'll be done with the Giants after this year, one way or the other. And whether he goes on to be like some chump, like um, kind of. Um, a mercenary starter for some pseudo contender like in, in subsequent years like I, I don't care but I was Eli's biggest defender up until like last year but it's clear that he he no longer has like any value period yeah he has no arm strength like he used to be a guy who like if he had protection could find an open guy and get the job done but now even with protection he's just he's got like nothing left Okay, so I'm going to lower your Giants total from, you said three to nine. I'll give them like two to seven as a reasonable range. And even seven, I think, might be a game high there. I, their defense just might be good. Yeah, I don't know. But, we we, we got to move off the Giants, too. Why? I, I mean, I mean, do you think they have no chance against the Cowboys? Why? You because you've had your time on the Giants. Uh, week one with Ezekiel Elliott rushing for three hundred yards. Correct. I don't <laughs> think they have any chance against the Cowboys. Um, I, don't, I don't think the Cowboys are amazing by any means, but I don't think they're that good either. But so so, so Golden Tate is suspended. Um, like he yes. he's actually valuable for you guys. I mean, just like Barkley has to do everything. Like if Barkley's amazing every game, then your offense should be okay. I'm not a huge believer in Sterling Shepard. Engram, maybe. I don't know. Engram, every time they show his stats, I'm amazed that they're, like, as good as they are because he's never, like, done anything that's, like, actually, like, impressed me on the field. Yeah, exactly. His without Beckham stats are good. Like, like taken out to a 16-game season. Like, that's what everyone's talking about. This it's all, like, it's all garbage time, though. Yeah. Okay, so we agree the Giants will not be good. I think we agree the Eagles are what twelve and four, thirteen and three, that range. Let's give them nine and seven, maybe seven and nine. Seven and nine with this team, they're good are everywhere. They, There's no weakness. Are they supposed to be? Are they supposed to be good? Uh, I mean, most people think they'll win the division. I think like ten or eleven wins is realistic. I know they have like a top five running back, Miles Sanders. I I really wanted Miles Sanders. I think. I think everyone thinks he'll be good just because Saquon is good. I'm not sure there's any like data to back that up or value there, but I, I did want to. Hey, was, was he a, a, Penn, a Penn State guy? Yeah, he backed up Saquon in college. You didn't know that? Uh, I didn't know that. That was his whole appeal. Well, was I'm not it? sure if you know, but he's on my fantasy team. I the know. Number 11th ranked, the, number, the number 11th ranked fantasy team. Okay, so you want to you wanna defend yourself? Because I was looking at your team again. I have it up right now. Outside of Kelsey, I really don't like anything you have going on. 
Hang on. Let me let me ask. Do do the do the people do the people of of Tron know that there are rankings, or are they out? Are they going to find out on this pod? Uh, well, they find out right now. If if people ha- habitually check narfrules.com, they'll realize that I publish the actual uh, data behind the rankings. But I don't know if people do that. The data behind the rankings? Oh, you mean like the the actual like positional values? Yeah, because like, I I put the like just the who's one through twelve in um in group me like two weeks ago, right after the draft. Yeah, but when but when you emailed me and said that you had published rankings, I th- I just assumed that it was in the group me or maybe like the Marco Polo or like something. Ah, uh, no, I, for, like, I forgot to tell everyone. So let's assume they don't know yet. Okay, so if you're listening, which no one is at this point. Well, of course they're not. This is live. Good, good. Okay, keep going. But you have me ranked 11th, and before the pod, I did a little bit of mathematics to kind of, um, I don't know, figure out the, the the appropriateness of like of, of of what each person's you know overall rank was. And you know you you assign you assign numerical values to each position and the flex and the defense and the kicker and blah blah blah. So like taking into account the 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 scores for the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, tight end, and flex. Understanding that the tight end and flex only has one position and the others have more than one position. I will say that my score is not reflective of the number 11 ranking in the league. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I think I do, but honestly, I'm also not sure what you're talking about and what okay. math you think you did. Well, I added up the scores of the quarterback number, the wide receiver number, the running back number, the tight end number, and the flex number. Okay, so I, I see what you're saying. And you think if you just add all them up, that's how the ranking works. Yeah, I, I understand that there are inherent uh, issues with this evaluation of your rankings but um based on those numbers i am not anywhere near number 11 in fact okay but 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 what you're missing is that you don't just uh, add them all up like different positions are weighted differently based on how much we project them to score here's my point i think that historically you value the person's starting quarterback situation way too much Maybe, but quarterbacks also score the most points. You might be right. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I've quarterbacks weighted at 35% of your power ranking. And running backs and wideouts are 20% each. Oh, you actually have like percentages associated with these? Yeah, quarterback is 35, wideouts and running backs are 20. Um, tight ends like 10, flex is like seven and a half, and kicker and deer are like two and a half and five, maybe. I forget. What I wanted to do, and I didn't have time to do it, was to like look back at the past couple of years because there was a while where like quarterback, quarterback strength was like directly associated with success in the league. I but actually I, don't think that was ever really true. I think I just always said that. But I feel like recent years have like proven that false. And I'll I'll look at last year when um, oh wait I won. Um, oh, that's tough to assess. Hmm. I didn't have Jameis all year. You traded for Fitzpatrick mid-year, which was an absolutely terrible trade in hindsight, and you still won. Yeah, I just think that quarterbacks are not as important as you think they are. Um, 
You might be right, but you're you're. You'd have a better argument saying that I underranked uh, Lamar Jackson and who is it, Josh Allen? Yeah, which is the other thing you did. Maybe, but uh, I maybe not. Like neither of them can pass. Correct, but they can both. Like you might get thirty combined points. passing touchdowns there. Who cares? They can run. They're both. They're both going to get like seventy yards a game on the ground. So I don't believe that for Josh Allen at all. That's two touchdowns. So Allen had like a six-game stretch last season. They're not designed runs. Like he's not that athletic. There was just nothing else. Like there's no way you're counting on Josh Allen to rush for like fifty yards a game. Like Jackson, sure, you can give me an argument that they're going to build the offense, and he might get to eight hundred, a thousand rushing yards. That I'll believe. Not Josh Allen. Bet number one, Josh Allen over 600 yards rushing. Oh, my God. I will take the under on that so hard. Okay. What's the bet? What's, what's the, what are the stakes? $5 million. <laughs> you don't need, I'm going to keep it at 600, but for the record, you could have given me like 350, and I'd be just as confident right now. 600. Uh. What Mark that down. Play? Write that down. Okay, a 600, and we'll bet our six or Celtics tickets, whatever game we go to. No, absolutely not. That's going to be a different bet. <clears throat> okay, so what do you want to bet for this, then? League entry fee for next year. You don't seem that confident about this 600 anymore, do you? Which Fine. is a lot of money. Oh, wait, it's only $20. Sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. It's only $20. Um, I will bet you league entry fee for next year. Josh Allen is under 600 rushing yards. Great. Write that down. Uh, it's in the podcast. We don't need to write it down. Okay, I'm going to forget, but okay. That's fine. Okay, so so fine. Jackson and Allen might be a little bit better than I, than I think. What would my flex ranking have been if the flex had been, was, had been Miles Sanders? No, had been Josh, Josh Gordon. Uh, potentially a 10. I mean, Gordon, like, I, I think Gordon's going to be good. You don't it's know. So like, it's so much risk. No one, no one knows. It's embarrassing. Do, do you recall that I, I timed out my pick because I couldn't like pull up Josh Gordon on my freaking computer? I thought you were just like talking in the group me and didn't realize it was your pick until there were like ten seconds left and then panicked. I, I mean that that is what happened. But in those ten so seconds, that's one hundred percent your fault. Yeah, yeah, it, it's my fault. It's my fault. I, I wasn't paying one hundred percent attention. But that Dante Pettis slot belongs to Josh Gordon. I'll just. Point that Maybe Anton wants to make the trade for you. I don't know. Uh, doubt it. Here's the thing I'll say about your team. Of all, I do not understand why people think Leonard Fournette is going to have a good season. Why not? He has never averaged four yards per carry in two NFL seasons. That's yeah, but neither really like bad. Melvin. Didn't like Melvin Gordon have the same thing for the first couple years of his career, and then like one year maybe. I'm not sure it was two. Secondly, there's this whole narrative that the Jaguars' offense is going to be better with Nick Foles. I am the biggest Nick Foles fan in the world, and I will be for life. And a couple of weeks ago, I rewatched Philly Special a hundred times, and it made me so happy. But he's not a good NFL quarterback, and there's a lot of data and track record to show he's not a good quarterback, including with the Eagles last year. Like, I don't get why, like, people think the offense is going to work because they upgraded Bortles to Foles. I'm not even sure he's better than Bortles. But he was my third-round pick. I'm not saying you reached for him. Like, in the second round, I think it's terrible. Like, I think, fine, like, he, he, he's not a terrible pick there. I just don't think he's, like, in the top tier of running backs that a lot of fantasy rankers think he is. 
Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you. I, I, I agree with your, your assessment of my seven out of 10 on running backs with Fournette and Freeman. Okay. So it's just, a, I, Kelsey, you're right there. Lockett, I don't, I don't love. I already said like DeAndre's good. I, I just don't grade him like clearly better than the other wideouts. I grade him like equal to the top four or five wideouts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so where do you think you should be? 10? Nine? No, like if you were giving like preseason rank me, I think this is like um, th- this is a team that has a chance to win. Like I mean, pre like six, I don't know. I, like um, like I mean, there's no way, no way in hell I'm finishing eleventh. I believe that because I think you're a good enough manager that if all you have to do is pay attention in this league, and you're not going to finish worse than like eighth because there's like the Moose and Lionel and those people down there, and like Noah half the time. So these rankings don't take into account like manager ability. No, it's just, it's just, the team, just the team you've drafted. Just a draft. Like, sure, mm-hmm. there's upside for Jackson. I'll get. I think there's a lot of upside for Jackson. I'm not sure there's that much upside for Allen. But there's also a case in which both your quarterbacks are terrible. Like that's neither of these people has has been good in the NFL for more than four games. Like this team that I'm going up against sucks. Look at look at look at Hudson's team. That team blows. Uh, I believe Hudson is ranked. Let's see, seven. seven. Yes. Um, I have to look at Hudson's team. Then His we team... can get to the top team. We can talk about good teams also if you want to. But yeah, we, we will. We will. We'll talk about your team in a second. Okay. Um, this starting lineup is abysmal. Oh god. So Russell Wilson, I actually think, is going to have a really bad fantasy season, and Nick Foles, who I just talked about. So his quarter, where did, how did I rank his quarterbacks? Because they're not good. Um, he got a five and a half. Yeah, that's a little high. He should have a, he should have a lower quarterback ranking than that. Um, McCaffrey and James White is, 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 how do you is give good. His wide receivers, how do you give his wide receivers nine and my wide receivers seven? Uh, so first of all, McCaffrey and James White is, is a good running back committee. I mean, White, you never know how consistent he'll be, but over the season, I think that's, that's solid. Um, He's got Antonio Brown and Keenan Allen. So, in a best-case scenario, Antonio Brown is a top one receiver, top three, top five, and Keenan Allen is also top five, top ten. Like, he can easily have two wide-out ones there. Not saying he will. I'm saying there's proven good upside there. Who, and your wide-outs? Proven upside with Antonio uh, with Ben Roethlisberger. You're right. Maybe, maybe he should be a little bit closer. I don't like Tyler Lockett, though. Um, like I don't, I don't think Tyler Lockett's a, a top, like a starting wideout in in this format. Oh really? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, he doesn't catch a ton of balls. I don't think we, Seattle's offense is going to be good. We must not have listened to the same podcast this year, then. We will. I'm sure. Who do you listen to? CBS. Yeah, I like those guys. I like those guys too. I just listen to the podcast and then form my own decisions after after that. I don't just take everything <laughs> they say. I, I, I did too. I just. I liked all this stuff about Tyler Lockett. He's he's their only guy this year. He sounds like very sad over this, Yoni. No, I'm not sad. I mean, this is this is perfect actually because annually your embarrass like your your preseason rankings are an embarrassment. I I, I have yet to see anyone else do better. If you think they're an embarrassment, let's just talk about the number one team. Because for the record, I okay. graded out That's... number one, giving myself a four on running backs. I would probably give myself an eight right now. 
maybe a seven at absolute worst. We hang on, hang on. <clears throat> Elliot playing and and Austin Eckler without Melvin Gordon, very solid. Yeah, that's that's working out well for you. Where's your team? What you, what's your team name? It's, I haven't changed it yet. It's sold Fitzpatrick for minimum profit. I haven't changed my team name either. That's bad. I gotta I gotta figure that out. Well, it actually makes it much easier for me to think about the teams because I don't know who any of the people are. Plus, you have your, your your reference from last year, right? You wrote everyone down. What? During the draft, you had written down every team name and who they were. Oh no, I threw that piece of paper away. That's a shame. I thought that was uh, Cooper. No, Cooper Cup is gonna be very good. DJ Moore, eh. Sure, I'm not. I'm not 100 sold on more. Cooper Cup is going to be great. Oh, John Brown is a CBS CBS podcast. Draft John pick. Brown is a Narf podcast person. I've been over him every season of his entire career. <laughs> I just picked up Lashawn McCoy, who legitimately is like an injury away from being a top twelve running back. Not that he's good, just in Kansas City, Andy Reid likes him. Shady was on waivers. Yeah. Oh, that's a good pickup. That's good. Like, wait, tell, tell me where my team, with, with Elliot and Eckler working out as it is, tell me where my team's not strong. Your, your team should be good. I, I mean, I, I'm not going to like, uh, I'm not going to argue number one or number three or number five. Your, your team is legit. My, my beef, and actually I really could, could give two shits, is your ranking of me of 11. But I think, I think, in fact, my team is actually quite solid after the draft. I was very happy with my it draft. It seems like you do care a little bit about this. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, 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 I'm you know, uh, well, backing up my drafting skills. We'll see how it goes. So the pick I got a ton of shit for in real time was Jameis Winston. What I think what round? End of the fourth. He was like the ninth quarterback taken. I think that's fine. I think he's going to have a... Like, I'm sure he'll throw... Do you mean nine? Yeah. Yeah. That's about right. He'll, he'll throw 20 picks. Like, I don't doubt that. I think he could legitimately throw 40 touchdowns also, like 35. Yeah. Yeah. If he plays the whole season in that offense. He'll be good. Do you think I reached for Wentz? I took him number QB4 overall after Mahomes, Watson, Rodgers. That seems like a reach. Who else do you have there, though? Like, if all the rankings there are mixed between Wentz, Ryan, Cam Newton, and Baker, basically. I don't think you can say any of those guys are definitively better than Wentz. I, I think I would have taken Ryan over Wentz. I, that was not, my debate. He, not Ryan, Baker. I, I feel like the Browns are, like, really feeling themselves, and, like, Browns fans and, like, Browns fantasy fans are, like, feeling themselves a little bit too much. I, I don't think they're going to be. I, I, I'm, not, they, I'm not that excited about that. I them. agree. They need to prove it. Well, what do you think about Beckham, though? He's, like, he could have a great season. He's also insane and could do, like, not very well. You think? Yeah. He's crazy. Just, like, off the field or? I, I mean, off. look at what he did with Eli. He's objectively getting a better quarterback. I don't know. He, he's not, like, he's not, he's not the most, like, uh, um, consistent, consistently healthy guy either. True. True. All right. I feel like we've spent enough time on our teams. <laughs> yes. We started talking about the draft a little, little bit. Wait, wait a second. Wait a second. Did you actually bid on, on LaShawn McCoy? Yeah, I spent $12. I, I don't even think that's dumb. <laughs> I thought people were going to spend money on him. 
He's he's number two on the depth chart right now. <laughs> Damian Williams has never done it for a season. Andy Reid has come out and said he trusts LaShawn McCoy. Oh, but man, McCoy I wonder if anyone else... I wonder if anyone has bid on him. Well, <laughs> I doubt it. You, you don't think that's worth $12? No one spends their budget. At the end of the season, like, everyone has $50 left. <laughs> oh, my God. That's amazing. What did you think of my Seahawks pickup after they got Clowney? Did you pick them up? I picked up the Seahawks, yeah. I meant to look, but I've already got the, the Bears, number one defense of all time. Uh, that, that's a good pickup. Cl- Clowney, they'll be, they'll be solid. Especially because they play... Uh, I was, I'm going to say two bad offenses in the Niners and Cardinals, so you never really know with Garoppolo and Murray there. But they probably have a pretty easy divisional schedule there, too. Yeah, that's, that's a flyer. I, I dropped uh, – I can't remember who I dropped. Yeah, uh, some some piece of garbage. That's fine. All right, so so first round, you didn't want Mahomes 5. You were happy Watson falls to 6. There Hopkins? Were, oh, sorry, yeah, Hopkins. I was super happy. There weren't – so the first six all make sense to I me. Mean, you get the top four running backs. You get Mahomes, Hopkins. David Johnson – it gets interesting at David Johnson because I think a lot of people probably would have had – that's where they differ in, like, who the top running back is after the top four. And then Gurley. Like, that's, that's aggressive from Lionel. That's very aggressive. Do you think he knows that Gurley was, like, Has arthritis in his knee? Injured last year and just, like, didn't play in important playoff games? I don't know what Lionel knows. I mean, if he's looking at any sort of, like, rankings or draft guide or anything, like, no one had Gurley. Like, Gurley was, like, a at that time, like, a border-round, second-round pick. Like, people would have had him in the third round, and that wouldn't have been crazy. Yeah. Like, he would have been there for Lionel at uh, whatever pick. At the the turnaround. Um, It's it's very likely. Uh, but Lionel had jackpot with Juju uh, with uh, with the fifth pick in the second round. I, I agree. I, I knew Juju wasn't going to get back to me at the ninth pick in the second round, um, but I was kind of hoping he would. I think Juju has a, has a decent chance of like leading the league in receptions this year. Receptions are, if, if not receptions, like yards. Like He's going he's gonna to be phenomenal. I, I think both. Um, I think the only risk there is if, is if he sees like top top tier uh, quarterback one coverage without Antonio Brown and how much that affects him. But he, he got yeah. some he's gotten some of that last year too. Like Brown missed games last year and Juju was still really good. I just I, I like the league more when Lionel is um, competitive. So you you think the Todd Gurley pick was Lionel saying he's not going to be competitive this year? I don't know. I just uh, I'm not sure if he realized. I mean, Gurley might be awesome, but he might be awesome for, like, seven games and then just, like, take four games off because of, you know, whatever whatever injury issue. But but Lionel, Lionel's, like, participation and commentary is just... Well, he'll, he'll do awesome. that regardless if his team is good or not, I think. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it, I feel like it would it would add, add, add an extra element if he was actually, like, like in contention, his, his level of... Um, Look. Just his his level of uh, of interest and like vitriol towards like others with his like with his sarcasm and like uh, and and his wit. I just I, I love Lionel's wit. He he won two or three years ago, so you you never know if uh, if Gurley's good. I mean, his team is ranked ninth right now, so I don't think his team is very good. Uh, Le- Vigo took Le- oh the Vigo auto drafted Le'Veon Bell twelfth. That was like Bell and Gurley were the ones that really don't make sense in the first round where they were drafted. Yeah. With that said, though, Bell, I, I feel like that, like like the Bell pick at number twelve, is more likely to work out well than the Gurley pick at eight. Possibly, but are they? 
Okay, so Gurley above James Conner. James, James Conner should have gone above both. Chubb potentially should have gone above both, but I get the risk of um, whatever his name is, Kareem Hunt, coming back. So the second round, you, it seemed like you – I knew you were targeting Kelsey that whole time. Did you think he was going to get back to you? I was surprised he got back to me, and I was hoping – I was praying for either him or Juju. Yeah. But I, I love I, I love having a dominant tight end. Like I've always like I, like I've had Gronk for like multiple years in this league in the past. I know. I, I like actively knew you were targeting Kelsey. There. I would have taken him if he dropped to me two picks later, but I, I didn't expect him to. Yeah, that my my dream scenario was De- like I want like I picked six, hoping for DeAndre and Kelsey, and then and then after that I was like, oh, whatever happens happens. So you got your team. If, if Kelsey if Kelsey went above, if it went Juju Kelsey, would you take Tyree Kill there? I don't think so. For a couple of reasons, one of them being moral. I probably I, I might have gone like Mike Evans. I think. Yeah, I would not have taken Tyreek Hill actually. If if you were taking Evans and Hill was on the board for me, I might have actually reached for like Aaron Rodgers there. I was not sure about that pick. Who I was going to well, take? You would have gone Rodgers over Deshaun. Yes, I would have gone. I, I've said I don't think I never think Deshaun is that good, um, and I'm kind of buying into the Rodgers like renaissance under a real head coach for the first time in his career. Although you know, Rodgers. Rodgers over Dalvin Cook? I'm, I'm looking at her. No, I liked Dalvin Cook. So if – I'm trying to think if, if all of them could have been – yeah, if Evans bumped up – if Evans switched places with Hill and then I, I had Tyreek Hill there, yeah, I, I might have taken Rodgers over them. Yeah. But Cook went ahead of me. The pick I really don't like in this round is T.Y. This is when Luck was potentially going to play. Was T.Y. Hilton that early? Who's old white people? Priest. T.Y. Like, I, I, when, at the time we drafted, Luck was already going to miss time. Like, we, we didn't think he was going to retire, but, like, it was in, in question how much he was going to play. That's why he dropped, like, to, like, the middle QB rankings. <laughs> Priest Avatar is funny. <laughs> I don't it's really just, know what it is, but I'll take, take your word for it. It's just, it's just a photo of Brady and Rogers looking old. Oh, I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> Rogers actually looks older than Brady in like some of the well, recent stuff. Yeah, that, that stash is not doing him any favors. All right, so those are the first two rounds. That's really all anyone cares about in the draft. The one thing I went back and looked at like the positional breakdown. QBs went a lot, lot later this year than previous years. I feel like each year they go later and later. <sighs> Somewhat. Um, last year they didn't go that late. It's it's this year where I think QB was was pretty deep this year. Like you could get into the late teens, early twenties, and get players that like. Darnold, Josh Allen, to, to your point, like players that you're semi-comfortable uh, starting, like Derek Carr, Stafford. I don't know. I, I I really expected, like I was expecting more quarterbacks to go in round three and four, and they really didn't this year. It's like rounds five and then six were like the run on oh. like all the QB2s. Five quarterbacks went in round four. Yeah, I mean, but last year, um, so last year by the end of round four, 15 quarterbacks were gone. This year, 10. So that's like a pretty noticeable difference when you're like, if you're planning out your round-by-round draft strategy, which I was. Six, six quarterbacks in round six this year. Yeah. It's like everything was, like, pushed back around. Like, what, this year was four, five, six. Last year was three, four, five, basically. Yeah. I was super excited to get Lamar Jackson, though, in, in round six. Yeah, where did he go? Um, he, he went after Kyler Murray. Yeah, I would take him. I would take him over Murray. Who I I I have no faith in the Cardinals' offense. After Dak, uh, I mean it depends on what you want. I I, I 
Dak and Rivers out of it makes sense to me. Ooh, not, Roethlis- not Murray. Roethlisberger with the last pick in round five was, I don't know if that was auto-draft or that was actually Vigo. That was, that was a good pick. I, I don't know if, did Vigo actually show up at all or was the whole thing auto-drafted? No, he certainly did. He was there for a while. Okay. Because uh, Vigo's got, yeah, Melvin Gordon. Uh, who else? Yeah, Vigo's team is, is bad. Edelman, Gordon, Roethlisberger. So I get it. You, you listen to the CBS guys, and they talk about Lamar Jackson all the time as top five upside, top one upside. But like, no, I don't. I don't want top five upside. I just want like top twelve upside with my two guys, and I think they have it. Jackson should give you a really steady floor. Like when quarterbacks can get you like eight to ten rushing points every week, it's hard to not. It's hard to have a terrible week at that at that level. But I, I just don't think Allen will be consistent at all for you. Do you think I should pick up Eli Manning? I have thought about it a couple times because I wanted a third quarterback. Um, do you want to pick up Eli Manning? Well, there's a couple quarterbacks out there. I think uh, I think Fitzpatrick's out there and Rose. I think both Miami guys are out there. Fitzpatrick, Keenum. Oh right, Keenum starting week one for Washington. Yep. Actually, he might start the whole season. No, because they they have that rookie, the other one, who the Giants should have taken, right? Haskins, D. Wayne. No, you you want, want do yourself a favor and uh, YouTube Daniel Jones highlights uh, from the preseason. You'll be impressed. Oh, YouTube some Jones highlights. All right, Yoni, we got to wrap this up. Um, how are you feeling about the four Celtics on Team USA? Tatum's now out for like a month with an ankle injury. Not a month, a couple games. Whatever. Um. So the Sixers over under is like fifty three and a half, right? Maybe. I don't. I don't. So- I don't know. Oh, what are you? Are you down on the Sixers? Uh, I'm a little bit down on the Sixers, but by the time the season starts, I'll be back up. Why are you down on them? JJ was. I mean, there's so many reasons. I I really really liked JJ Redick on the Sixers. I'm one of the few that also liked Jimmy Butler on the Sixers. I think they were after Embiid, they were definitively our second and third best players in the playoffs. I don't think Simmons or Tobias were close. Um, I would not have maxed Tobias. I think it's a huge mistake. I think, I think of, Josh Richardson. What? Wait, what, 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 what were you going to say? Um, I was saying, I, I, like, I would not have maxed Tobias. I think it's a huge mistake. Yeah. Josh Richardson, I think, will be useful. I just haven't watched him play enough. I'm fine there. Um, Horford, I don't know, man. He's old. He, I mean, he hasn't. That, it's, the Horford thing is going to be a disaster in two, in, in two or three years. I get it. Like, he's, he's 34 this year, I think. And it's like, there's a reason the Celtics only offered him three years. Right. It's a four-year deal. And yeah. he, we're essentially paying him to be, like, a backup center. It's, it's, like, a lot of money to pay to a backup center. Like, I yeah. get that they will share the floor together sometimes. I, I don't love that. So there's, a, there's that. And the other thing is just, as a Sixers fan and as a sports fan, like, I really liked the process team. Like, TJ and Dario and Covington. Like, I, I really liked that team. And, like, they sucked for so many years. They all grew together. They got really good two years ago. And they traded away the entire team. Like, two years ago, we had a young core that loved each other, that fit together, that was all under contract. We had them. There were, like, no issues. There was no forcing function. It was like, oh, we need to break this team up. And then this broke the whole team up. Who did they trade away? Everyone. Covington? There are three players that were on the team two years ago. And one of them is Furkan, who was cut this season and just re-signed. 
It's just Embiid and Simmons. They're the only ones left. Well, but but you're just talking about Dario and Covington. Like, who cares about those guys? I care about those guys and TJ and JJ. Like, that was the team. Yeah. And Fultz. Honestly, fuck. I like Fultz. I think Fultz <laughs> is going to be good. Okay. You're you're officially, like, entering, like, uh, off-the-rocker territory with maybe, that. Maybe I am. I... I it's like ten forty-five, and it's really late for me. But you understand. You understand that you could have had Tatum and the Kings pick. Yeah, the Kings pick was like fourteen. We all that that didn't end up mattering. I get but it. Instead of a guy who's not on your team anymore. For the record, like it's really unclear how Tatum, how good Tatum's going to be at this point. Like um, there's still a lot of upside better there. Better than Fultz. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe I'd rather pay Fultz. $2 million and Tatum $40 million in three years? I don't know. Tatum and Brown this year are going to be... Brown's not even playing for Team USA. They're going to be out of this world awesome. They could be. That, that, like, that's how you guys would be good. Like dollars to donuts, the Celtics win more games this year than they won last year with that loser Kyrie running the show. But what you guys win last year? Like 47? 47, 48, something like that. Something awful. I, 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 I do think you'll... I, I would take that over too, so I, w- I won't bet against you because I think you guys will be pretty good. Damn it! Wait, do we do we do we have a Celtic sixer same same as last year? Whoever. Yeah, but I had Toronto last year too. Oh yeah, Wait, I had what? the Sixers and Toronto versus the field. Do I owe you for that? Yeah, but I I let you off the hook. We we worked it out because we we decided the bet should have really been Sixers Celtics, and I agree with that. Are you sure? Fine, you can pay me if you want to. I, I don't want to, but I don't. I also don't want to like like renege on the bet. But I, I feel like we did talk about this, and it. So what's the bet this year? Sixers versus Celtics to make the Eastern Finals. I will take the Sixers over the Celtics. To make the finals. Um, the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. We'll no, no, that. no. The NBA Finals. Oh. They can both make the Eastern Conference Finals. That's not a bet. That can like. Well, I mean, then the bet is who would win that series. We 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 have time to figure out what what the bet is, Yoni. I'm I'm happy with my Josh Allen under 600 rushing yards. Trust me on that. Okay. Okay. Fine. Um, how about how about also my team finishes above number 11 in the in the rank in the final season rankings? No, I believe that you will. You're a good manager when you're engaged. All right. Um, I've been engaged for like eight years now, six years, whatever it is. All right, mine's a couple. All, All right, Yoni, we, we got to wrap this up. Any last modern words? Modern era. Wait, that's it? We're, not, we're done talking? I, what else do you want to talk about? I don't know. I gave you a list of things that we could talk about. Did we exhaust them? Yeah. Your list of things was the draft. We did that. The power rankings. We did that. And life which we did that. You talked about swing dancing for like 30 minutes. Do we need to talk about Game of Thrones at all, or has that, that been exhausted? Uh, it's been exhausted, but you can tell me what you thought of the last season if you want to. It was so bad. When you say it was so bad, are you comparing it to the other seasons of Game of Thrones or just television in general? More the other season of Game of Thrones, but a little bit of both. You think it was like bad television? Uh, there was a Starbucks cup in one of the shots, so yes. I'm not sure it was proven that it was Starbucks. It might have been some other kind of coffee brand. I, I, I think there were definite episodes and plot points and how the structure worked that was just bad television in regard, like, related to any, like, 
trying to be a good television show. I'm not comparing it to like Real Housewives, but like any basic show on like HBO, Netflix, Hulu that's trying to be good. Yeah, it was bad compared to those. Like there, there were good parts. Yeah, I feel like I there sat, were not a lot I, of them. I sat down and I was entertained each week, and that's really all I asked for. I thought I had that same feeling for a while too. Like I was at the edge of my seat for basically every second of that entire season. And maybe that is all you ask for, but I don't know. Then you then you like you think about it, and it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, I, w- I was much higher on it. Like in the minutes after the series finale and as time has gone on my opinion of it has declined a little bit especially how the show ended you know in terms of like Brandon being up on the throne but I was still entertained every Sunday night for you know over an hour like look I was too and maybe that's all that matters and it, cer- it certainly didn't live up to like seasons one through six, and it was not as good as season seven, which wasn't as good as seasons one through six. But I don't know. Maybe maybe my maybe my opinion and my my judgment is clouded by the fact that I like binged it over the past couple of like two years, as opposed to like watching it the entire time. Uh, that I believe that I have but, theories on too. But I didn't think I didn't think it was like an F for television. I thought it was like a you know like a like a B for television. Like it was. Some of the cinematography, I thought, like during the battle scenes and like some of the Daenerys scenes, I thought the cinematography was like was like phenomenal. The, the whole like, the I, whole it, battle episode, like you legitimately couldn't see. When she wait, oh, the uh, episode three, but yeah. they 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 swear up and down that they did that intentionally to like make it seem like you were actually like in the battle and having like no idea whose side you were on. And yeah. I... Maybe you need a better television. I don't know. I was at I was watching a Frogger's. I don't. I, I can't control what TV he has. Maybe he needs a better television. All right, Yoni. I don't know if there's a lot more we can talk about Game of Thrones here. Okay. Uh, why are you so eager to leave? Are you have to like get up early or something? Yeah, I have to get up early, and it's late, and I'm at work, and I want to go home. And I still... truthfully don't think this has been a very interesting podcast. <laughs> that's that's definitely correct. Like, we, we did a ton of actual fantasy stuff, which people hate. We did a ton of disc golf stuff, which I'm sure people hate. A ton of, like, Yoni's dance class. I don't know. Maybe that'll be the thrilling segment of the week. It might be. It might be. Uh, we planned out when we're going to go to a casino with, like, three we, people of the league. Which we didn't really actually plan out. All right. Look, Yoni, I will have you back sometime in the season. I'm committed to doing a lot of podcasts this year. That's you, excellent. You can defend yourself being better than 11th at the time. Are you going to come up with a gimmick for this year for the podcast? Frogger was asking me about that. He wanted us to bring back Tron Ranks, but I really think we just destroyed that, didn't we? Well, if Frogger wants us to bring it back so bad, have him come up with like eight to ten awesome Tron Ranks and then use those. So what's, a, what's, was... a, what's a different gimmick? I, will, I can get Frogger on some podcasts this year, too. He'll be happy to stop by. I thought about that for about like three minutes today and couldn't, couldn't come up with, this, with, with anything, but I, I will devote some mental energy to a gimmick. So you know how, like, do you listen to Guest Alliance with Bill and Sal? Of course I do. Yeah, everyone should. So at the end, they do, like, Parent Corner every week. Yeah, I, I, I hate the Parent Corner, to be honest with you. See, I kind of enjoy it, but it's obviously them just, like, humble bragging about how, like, their kids, even though they're, like, playing them off as, like, shitty stories. Yeah, no, wait, wait till your kids are, like, of that age, and then you'll start to hate it. Yeah, okay. So we won't do Parent Corner, but... No, no Parent Corner. 
All right, that was really my only other idea. I knew everyone would fucking hate that anyway. Yeah, that would be terrible. All right, so we have no. no nobody minutes. wants to hear about anybody else's kids. To be completely like, I I don't want to. I don't like like when Gabe sent that that photo of his daughter winning the the championship disc golf. Like I like it made me it like revolted me. Like I don't I don't care. That's a great reaction. I hope he listens. Maybe, should I send this to him? <laughs> Just pull out that clip and if, email it to if him. Gabe, if Gabe listens to however long this has been going on worth of podcast, then he did, then fine. I, I I deserve to have him hear his friend say that about his daughter. It's fine. been an hour yeah. and five minutes. Send it um, to him. Send it to Gabe. Send it to Gabe. I don't want to talk to Gabe. See, I don't even know how I talk to Gabe. All right, Yoni, it's be been real. real. Thank you for coming to the podcast. I am forcefully ending this. Good night. Thanks for having me, Nar. Peace. See ya. Shiny things, but I'd marry you with paper rings. Ah, oh, oh. that's right, you're the one I want. I hate accidents, except when we went from friends to this. Ah. Oh.